Hello and welcome to Just Talking. Today is September 25th and we've got a lot to discuss. We've got a wedding coming up and we just had some Cheez-It chicken fingers and we it's really muggy out and we got some nautical stories and happy headlines and indulgences and all the rest. Thanks for tuning in. Let's dive in. Two ins in a row. That's not great talking. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. Hello. How is everyone doing? Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to Just Talking. We appreciate it. We love you guys. How are you doing, Katie? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I am really hot and muggy and sweating. This weather outside is weird because it's really breezy, but it's really hot. It's raining, but it's really muggy. So I'm sweating, but I'm not hot. But I'm hot. I'm yeah. It's a it's a gross. It's like the kind of sweats you get when you have the flu, and you know you're not hot, but you're also kind of like, no. How do? You, what's the best way to put that? You know what I mean. Flu sweats, where you're kind of cold, but you know you're you're actually burning up. You know what I mean? When you like a cold sweat. Respond. Say something, Jimmy. I don't really know what you're saying, but I, I get it. It's like a gross sweaty. Katie's been working her butt off. A lot of doubles. A lot of doubles. We just did an airport run. Wait, not even that many doubles. I did one double that, that was feels just like really a lot long. Of no, you did two doubles in a row. I don't think I did. You just got off early. Oh, the next day I was supposed to be a double, but they sent. They said I didn't need to stay. We have an exciting weekend coming nice. up because my sisters are coming to town because we're going to my cousin's wedding. Which your means sisters and your brother. I was going to keep going. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was going to say, which means Ike's coming to town, which is really good, which means Luke's coming to town, which is a bummer. And you ruined <laughs> the joke. Sorry. You want to go back? We can edit this out. No. I'm excited <laughs> to see. I'm excited to see everyone. Very excited to see Ike. I think he's like walking and talking by now. It's been so long. Jimmy, it's not how that works. I was talking pretty early. Just joking. I think I was like a mute to Oz too because I was all, all uh, speech impediment out. Speech impedimented out. How old were you when you started talking? Uh, I came out the womb talking. What are you doing? You're like clicking ferociously on your phone. I'm looking for accessories for my outfit. Take 20 minutes. Okay, and, okay, okay. I'm still resp- I'm responding better than you are, and I don't know what you were looking at. We have a bunch of nautical stories today. Oh, cool. We have a theme. Are you, well, last, last time we had a theme, it was animal. No. Yeah, it was animal. No. It was it depraved men. Yes. That's not really a theme. That's most of the news. Yeah, I guess so. Do you think men get a bad rap? There's got to be some depraved women out there. I think the depraved women are depraved because of men. But men are just depraved in general. So you think that men are the root of all problems? Yes. Absolutely. Sure. If you think like men run the world, then you have to give them credit for all the problems. So you just said that men run the world. You don't know how to respond. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. (laughs) You got me good. All right. Well, this first story is actually pretty wild. A miracle. Miracle. As teen fishermen rescued from floating hut after 51 days adrift in the open ocean. So this kid, he was an Indonesian teenager. He was working on what this article calls a... um, 
where's the word for it? It's like it's a rompong. Yeah, a rompong. It's basically a Wait, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, rompong. Maintain the lamps of a rompong. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So it's basically this floating the type of floating fish trap shaped like a small hut. Yes, and there's like basically like a little outhouse on top of this raft. And this kid, his job was to go change the lamps and hang out out there for a couple weeks at a time. And the owner would come bring him. I don't know, because the owner would come bring him supplies all the time, it says. And the owner came to bring him supplies and he was gone. Seems weird. So he spent 51 days on this floating thing in the open sea. He floated from Indonesia almost all the way to Guam, which is pretty far. And uh, he had a walkie-talkie. He had some supplies. He had some fuel. He uh, kept himself alive by catching fish and drinking the seawater from his clothes. When fuel ran out, he cooked the fish he caught by burning the wooden sidings of the rompong. And during those 49 days, he had the agonizing experience of seeing 10 boats pass by without (gasps) ever becoming aware of his tiny vessel. Meanwhile, his bosses at the fishing company had to break the news to his parents that their youngest child was missing, presumed lost at sea. Eventually, a Japanese vessel came by, and he learned he remembered a trick with the walkie-talkies to send signals to vote to boats, and it worked. They had to throw a rope down, and he was like so weak and tired, but he had to swim to it and hold on as they dragged him up. But he survived. Jeez. But it's pretty crazy story. Lost Wait. at sea stories are nuts. Yeah, those scare me. I I, I think that's probably one of my. One of my bigger fears, probably what's held me back from going on a cruise. (laughs) The biggest difference here is he had a a hut, like he had shade. You saw the picture? Yeah, that's true. Because that's like one of the one of the worst parts of being stranded out in the water is that you're exposed to the to the elements. You're exposed to the sun, right? Yeah, like the John McCain story. You get dehydrated faster. The the unbroken story. The worst part was like the sun just like crushing them. So he had some shade. And he, he had a device made for catching fish, so he caught enough fish to survive. You think he caught too many fish? But then it said he used the wooden siding to, to, to build a fire. Wait, Because what? he had fuel for a little bit. Oh, okay. But waving to 10 ships and they just pass by you, that's got to be Ugh. horrible. It's that first scene in uh, Castaway. Ugh. Do you think you'd survive being lost at sea? Oh, absolutely not. Do you think you'd have the the gusto to like give it a go? I I couldn't say. I really couldn't because I know if I were to watch a movie right now like what is it Life of Pi or some movie or cast you know if I were stranded in the ocean or on a you know d- a deserted island then I'd like to think that I'd get enough inspiration from those movies and be like, yeah, I could do that. Sure. And have all this adrenaline and this will to live. But when it comes down to it, I don't really think I'd have that much will to live. <laughs> I think I'd at that point be like, all right, I guess just take me now. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I think I'd like, I'd carve a stick into a, a sphere, right? And then like some fish would float by and try to stab them. And when I didn't catch a fish within the first 10 tries, I think I'd be like, all right. I guess I'm starving to death. Fits. Drink a bunch of seawater and explode. Oh. You wouldn't do that? Uh, Some people drink seawater and they get all bloated and then people say they weren't actually lost at sea because they're not skinny. How? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Ew. It's, uh, 
The whole thing's gross. I don't want to think about it anymore. Move on. Let's move on to the next one. Move on. Next nautical story. (laughs) This isn't a story. It's just something I found out about this week, and I didn't know if you know. Have you heard of the Osborne Reef? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so... Is that... Are those... Are those tires? Tires. So this was in the 70s and 80s. There's like one of these in France as well. They're all over. In the 70s, 80s, they they wanted to make artificial reefs to help the wildlife grow and like give them a habitat. So they threw thousands and thousands of tires that were chained together. And the one in France, it's like chained across the whole channel because they wanted... They wanted like to you know have grow a habitat. So if you Google Osborne Reef, there's videos you can dive on it. There's a bunch of man-made reefs. This is like, yeah, but it doesn't look like it was successful. No, it says in the 1970s the reef was the subject of an ambitious expansion project utilizing old and discarded tires. The project ultimately failed, and the reef, quote unquote, has become to be considered an environmental disaster ultimately doing more harm than good in the coastal Florida waters. I mean, how could they think that rubber would be... I mean, that's just stupid. It sounds a lot to me like throwing trash in the water isn't going to help the environment. Well, no, I mean, like you see... You see sunken ships underwater and how over the years they've become... They've kind of been... um, What's the word? Overgrown by the ocean. Like the ocean just takes them over and creates natural habitats for fish and wildlife in the ocean. Like I think it's metal. I think metal's okay to be in the ocean because it's more um Metal rusts, no? I yeah, it rusts and it and it degrades, but like but coral and stuff can actually grow on it. I don't know. These were all failures. And so it's not a story. It's just something that I read and learned this week. So Robert I just seems stupid. I figured we'd share it with whoever listens to this. And now they learn about about in the 70s and 80s all over the world. France did this. America did this. Someone said, throw all your extra tires in the ocean. But they didn't just like th- dump their tires in there. They chained them all together. So like this was very oh, yeah, deliberate so it was a, and mm-hmm, it's thought a big, out. It was a big, what what? Some tire company was like, yes. Thank God. This is great. Big O Tires was like, cool, we've got a place to put all these uh, beat up tires. Maybe maybe they sold them the tires. No. I bet someone... This was was their way of like creating a solution for waste management. Instead of just having big pits in the ground filled with trash, they're like, let's just turn this into... uh, a trash reef. Yeah, that sounds good. Trash reef. Now it does make money because people pay to go scuba dive and shit there. But that's even worse for the environment because then they're just like, people are going in there and fucking with the water. It's like, oh, look how bad this was. You guys want to come see this? Why would anyone want to go see that? <laughs> you guys Why would you pay to see that? Would you pay to see that? I don't know how to scuba dive. Self-contained I mean, need... breathing, self-contained underwater breathing I'm sure you could apparatus. probably snorkel and go do it. No, it looks like it's pretty far down. But yeah, that's. I think it would be a really weird disappointing sight to see. I think, well, I, really I think it would be like weird to see for a second, but you know, there's no fish around there. There's no wildlife in there. Oh, I don't care about. If I just was a scuba dive, it would not be to see fish. It would be to see shipwrecks. I would, yeah, a shipwreck reefs. would be cool to see. I think I'd be a little bit scared of a shipwreck though, because it's just so enormous. Like ships are so big. 
When we were in, ooh, I want to say Indonesia. This is really eerie. When we were in Indonesia in 1999, my family, there was a shipwreck, like this old ship, like not like a new age, not like a new age, um, modern ship. It was like an old fishing ship and it had washed on shore and they just left it there. So for people to see and stuff, I'm trying to find. And then also in the same ocean in that same, I guess things washed to this spot in Indonesia was a plain door. Just the door of a plane? Yeah. That's weird. I'm trying to Google it right now, but like it was from 1999, so I'm not sure if it's still going to be there. Wait, and you could go, you could go scuba dive down there and see it. No, we were just standing on it. Well, no, it, it was washed up to like the beach. Well, that's oh. weird. No one, no one called the police or anything uh-uh. and said we found it. Wow. That's weird. I wonder I wonder if those had been there for years when we went or oh well, no. Do you looks, recall do you recall if it was like rusty or the plane door? Yeah. Kinda. I think I think I found the shipwreck. Um Ah oh man, if anyone else has been to Indonesia, or maybe I'll ask my mom if she remembers. But yeah, it was in Bali and that's so eerie now to think about, like a plane door in the ocean and then a shipwreck. I mean, you're just looking at tragedies. Someone probably died. You hope to think they didn't, but someone probably died. Terrible. Okay. Next somewhat nautical theme story. <laughs> Sex assault eyed after turtle is discovered in a woman's vagina. The British uh, British expat who had a dead baby turtle inside her vagina. <laughs> Wait, you skipped a story. No, I added this one. It's not on there. Oh. Okay. Uh, British expat who had a dead baby turtle inside her vagina may have been a victim of sexual assault. By a turtle? By a baby turtle? Wait. I'm the 26-year-old who lives in Tenerife on the, in the Canary Islands has had no idea a Chinese three-keeled pond turtle was... <laughs> Lodged inside her vagina. I mean, I'm sorry. She had pain and she went to the doctor and the doctor discovered that she had a pet turtle in, in her vagina. Was it her pet turtle? Um, the unnamed woman told police she was out partying with a group of British pals Thursday night in the area of the beach a few days earlier, but doesn't remember what happened that night. She then started feeling sick. Oh, now it's fucked up. Now it's really fucked up. Wait, they assaulted her with a baby turtle. I was thinking of a big turtle, but now like turtles can be really small, right? Yeah. Okay. It was a freshwater Chinese pond turtle, which are sold worldwide in pet stores and can reach up to 12 inches in length. Well, okay. It was really funny. And then you find out she was blackout drunk with a group of people. It's really not funny. It's terrible. So we're going to move on (laughs) to the next story. We're going to move on to the next story, which isn't terrible at all. Okay. Man marries his granddaughter. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is horrible. <laughs> no, you're going to like this one. It's in Wichita. He accidentally married his granddaughter. Do you want to oh, read it? Oh, God. You read it. Read it, read it for right. people. 
The, Wich- uh, the Wichita Falls couple, who have requested to remain anonymous, well, yeah, probably for the best, came to the startling discovery while looking through the, 80- the 68-year-old's photo albums, which included pictures of his first wife and their children. His 24-year-old wife instantly recognized one of the children as her estranged father, who she says kicked her out of the house when she was a teenager after she'd accidentally gotten pregnant. Wow. Okay. As the husband explained, he and his first wife had gone through a terrible split, and when she left him, she took their kids and uh, took her kids with her and moved to an undisclosed location. Despite his efforts to find them, he was never able to, and eventually he got remarried and started a new family with his second wife. However, the marriage also ended messily, but in a stroke of luck, two years later, the 68-year-old ended up, uh, ended up winning several million dollars in the lottery. He soon the decided... Score. He soon decided he was ready for love again, and after signing up for a dating website, he came across his future wife's profile. I just felt a sh- I just felt strange when I saw her photos, the man said. It was like a sense of deja vu. <laughs> but at the time, I couldn't figure out why she seemed so familiar. Ew! <laughs> because she came out of your... She can- oh! She's your son's daughter. She's your son's daughter. No, yeah. no step, no, yeah. no in-laws, Ugh. no weird work around. <laughs> she is your son's Ew. daughter. I feel like as a woman, if I didn't know my father and didn't know my father's father, I would be very cautious about the you. men I dated. I don't think you can. You, oh, I can't. I can't date you because can we prove that you're not my grandpa? I don't think you can do that. You can't go around every girl. Well, I mean, you could start off by saying like, oh, I didn't know my father. Like, you know, by that time, just having said that and having shared that story, they're getting married. He should know about her past. And then he should also know that his son, I don't know, like that just should have come up a lot sooner than after they were married. Anyways, moving on. No, read the next paragraph. It's the best part. Okay. Uh, despite finally figuring it out, however, the couple have decided to stay together and have no plans of getting divorced. Oh, my God. <laughs> if we'd never found out, we would have lived our our lives happily together, and us being related shouldn't change that. Oh, my God. But wait, but lady, 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 real quick, you did find out he's your grandpa? You should be traumatized does, right now. Does it change it now? No, you know... I can't wait till this lady has her grandpa's kids and then her kids have kids and and then she like puts it together herself like, oh, if I married that guy. Oh, that's what I did. Like she needs, she's blind to it. And it's not like she loves him. He's 68 and she's 24. She likes his money. He's a millionaire. Oh, and then this is the next. You're going to just, just, just work out Work it out so, like, when he dies, you get his money, you inherit it because you're his granddaughter. But please don't have sex with him. She already has. You think a oh. 68-year-old millionaire is marrying a 24-year-old and they haven't had sex yet? Ugh. Now, how about if you're the dad? Like, you're the middleman. Like, okay, my daughter Ugh. just married my dad. Ugh. And they're staying together. Oh, God. <laughs> That's disgusting. That is so wrong in so many ways. All right. Their final quote was, every couple is different and special in their own ways. 
Yeah, you're you know you're special because you're related. You're stupid. By blood. The, oh my god. You and then like when they do have kids, they have to explain to their children, this is not only your father, but this is also your great grandfather. How messed up is that? Dad and great grandpa at the same time. Maybe they don't want kids and she's just going to kill them. God. What is wrong with people? I want to find out who they are. I, I like don't. if you're from Wichita Falls, you know, you know who these people are and they don't want to be outed, but I need pictures so bad. Please out them. Yeah, seriously. I mean, why are we protecting these people? <laughs> Fucking weirdos. Okay, that's the end of our main stories. Also, I made Cheez-It chicken fingers main story, and they were delicious. Yes, they were 10 out of 10. It's one of the things that, since I was like 16 years old, people always told me that I had the brain of a stoner, but I don't smoke and never have. Like, I feel like Cheez-It chicken fingers is like a stoner's idea of food. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be a great mungie. But a stoner it wouldn't a make it as munchie. carefully as I, as I do. There's like 12 steps. No, you're kind of perfect in the sense that if I ever want to be stoned, uh, let me rephrase that. I don't ever want to be stoned, as in the medieval sense of be having oh, rocks thrown at me. Oh, you don't want to be stoned <laughs> No. And it's stoned but me. If, whenever I, anyways, you're my personal munchie chef. Yeah, it's but that's great. the only thing I make that's really unhealthy. What about, I mean, meatloaf isn't healthy, and that's like a, the best munchie ever. Meatloaf isn't healthy? It's it's, it's three like kinds of meats? Pound, and it's three pounds of meat. And there's all, and I also <laughs> put face. so many vegetables in it. My meatloaf's got a ton of veggies in it. And Italian spicy sausage, which is the key. Yeah, yours is delicious. You sneak veggies in there, but then like you put, a, what, two cups of barbecue sauce? No, two-thirds of a cup. That's a lot of sugar. Yeah, but there's there's a full onion, two full peppers, two things of celery, two things of All carrots. Right. <sighs> All right. Well, that brings us to the next segment of the show, which may be people's favorite segment, maybe their least favorite segment. I don't know. We don't get much feedback. Actually, no, we did get a review, Katie. And it was really nice. I'm assuming it was one of our family members. <laughs> I don't think so because not many of our family members. Oh my god. What? I can't tell if maybe I've just been breathing in too many fumes. We just had one of the rooms in our in the house that we're living in painted. And it's like we have all of our windows closed because it was raining earlier. So we're pretty much just like soaking in the fumes. Um, but I'm looking at the front door right now and it looks like it's leaning in. Like the top of it is leaning down. I mean, the listeners saying? can't see the door. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jimmy, I would like you to look at it and confirm whether or not you're seeing what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing it. Oh, my God. We got. We need air. We got a review. No, it definitely is because look at the difference. Okay, I'm we sorry. Gotta move I'm on sorry. Got to move on. We'll come uh, back. We'll we come got, back a, to we got a review, and I don't think it's a family member because they called me John Boy, and they called you Katie. With, they spelled your name wrong, which is common. A lot of people would. So I think it's not someone. And they said, I came for John Boy, but I stayed for Katie. Interesting electric topics discussed with a wisdom beyond their years. Disarmingly enjoyable, but will make you think. I really like disarmingly enjoyable because we've done some fucked up stories recently. Yeah. Like that f- 
That the last episode that was furry story. No, that furry one's the most. Fun. That one was pretty messed up. That one was just like scary. Ooh, ooh, Terrifying. gave me the heebie-jeebies. All right, you ready? Yes, Katie. Happy headlines. Wow, Jimmy, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, I used to be a singer. All right, this week on Katie's Happy Headlines, we'll start off with, oh, and this is a great one. Main restaurant sedating lobsters with marijuana to ease the pain of cooking. That is amazing. Props to that restaurant. Yeah, so so humane. If so I was ever humane. to be boiled alive, yeah, get please me get me high first. Get me stoned first. Hey, Let's before do this. It'll be like falling asleep in a hot tub. Hey, before you strangle me to death, can you just pass me that joint, please? Yeah. <laughs> this would be a lot better. <laughs> Let's make this so much easier. I won't even put up a fight. Like, just give me stoned. Alternative headline. Main restaurant <laughs> ups their cost <laughs> of weed and has a bunch of stoned chefs. <laughs> Talk about munchies. <laughs> <laughs> or... Main restaurant sells lobsters that have been dosed with marijuana, causing every customer to leave their restaurant high as balls. Got any edibles? Got any edibles? Well, we have this lobster. Yeah, we got lobster, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. Oh, just try it, man. Just try it. You mix the lobster with the weed? No. <laughs> lobsters are high as fuck when, when we, we kill them. That's great. I love it. Okay, next headline. Four-year-old boy who has parked his bike by the same lamppost just about every day for the last year discovers space had now been reserved just for him. Oh, my God. That is so cute. But can no, I just I, ask, why is a four-year-old riding a... Where is the... I'm, I would guess I'm it's very, like in front of his parents' door. Um, yeah, or okay. Something like that. So his parents just went out there and like put a sticker that said reserved for... Oh, that Timothy. ruins it for me. I'm not going to think that his parents did. I'm going to think the, go- the, sh- the local municipal office or whatever Parks did and Rec. It. I wasn't even going to make a joke about this one. I think it's just like really sweet and cute. That is really cute. So it someone works. took a picture of his bike there, laminated it, made it into a street sign, and put it right above the spot. It's that pretty is cool. so cute. Okay. That's, yeah, that's really sweet. Like that kid's got to feel so happy. Like, look at my spot. Well, and that's also something he's going to be telling his friends or like, you know, when he's much older, be like, oh, yeah, the city reserved a spot for me when I was four for my bike. So some asshole 15 year old comes by and puts his bike there just in a sign of spite and rudeness. Then he's going to hold on to that anger for the rest of his life until he's in his 30s and has a mental breakdown and hunts down that boy and destroys his bike. Sounds like a good movie. I'd watch it. All right. Florida man is gifted free Chick-fil-A for life to mark his 100th birthday. Good for you. He's got to give it to his <laughs> grandkids, right? Like every day gets Chick-fil-A for his grandkids till he dies. You would hope so. Because that'd be really... I mean, no, you wouldn't hope so because then his kids are going to become... His grandkids are going to become obese. Chick-fil-A is pretty healthy if you order the right things. I don't think there's anything healthy on Chick-fil-A's menu. Babe, it's fried chicken. Chick-fil-A's commercials are super weird because the cows are, it's like, uh, don't kill the cow. Kill the chicken kill instead. Kill the chicken instead. It's a bunch of cows like, why eat us? <laughs> you forgot about <laughs> this one over here. This one's delicious. Talk about animal favoritism. <laughs> I didn't, I've never seen a Chick-fil-A commercial. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, we'll have to YouTube it later. You won't have to show me. All right. 
North Carolina's famous wild horses emerged from Hurricane Florence unscathed. They survived. Good job, horses. Wait, on their own? That means that no one... What's well, only headlines here. Katie. Oh, it's wild horses. It's wild horses. I get it. So yeah, they were on their own. Maybe. But they're famous for, for what? Being wild. I'm wild. How come I'm not famous? Fun fact: <laughs> When the Pilgrims came to the Americas, horses weren't even here. The Spanish, That's right. the Spanish brought horses and cows over. Neither of those animals native to America. Isn't that nuts? Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Barbed wire killed the modern cowboy. Sea and biscuit. wild horses. <laughs> That's a line from Sea Biscuit. For those of you that don't know, you know what's not happy is that I didn't put this in here because it was a super unhappy headline. It was that uh, whole chicken factory, million of chickens oh, died yeah. in Florence. But these oh. horses survived, so we'll stay happy. I thought you didn't put it in there for a reason. Now you're telling everyone. Can't help what pops around. The chickens were going to get slaughtered anyway. Yeah, but what's worse, getting shot or getting your head cut off or drowning? Do you think that Do you think that, that chicken plant's still going to sell the chicken? Like, listen. <laughs> it was kept fresh in water. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a gr- yeah. They might maybe just mark them down, make them a yeah. little bit cheaper. Yeah. Why are why are these chickens fifty percent off? Oh, because they weren't it. killed naturally. They drowned in Florence. <laughs> 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 they drowned in the hurricane, so they're half off. Okay, cool. <laughs> hurricane Florence really helping me out, slimming yeah. the wallet now. All right. Do I say all right between each headline? I think maybe. I do. That's a common thing. I do that too. Okay. Cool. What should I say instead? Bingo. I don't know. Not that. Next one? Yeah, next. Next. Cleaner enjoys holiday paid for by Bristol University students. It's pretty cool. There's pictures of the cleaner and his wife. Uh, I'm guessing janitor or custodian. It looks like they went to like Bora Bora, some super nice resort paid for by the school. That's really nice. Really nice. Well deserved. Happy headline. Cleaners work really hard. All right. Damn it. I did it again. Next. Electrical implant helps paralyzed people to walk again. Electrical implant helps paralyzed people to walk again. Sounds so like just half like robot an implant. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a cyborg. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm out on robot talk. Like I'm out on recognizing cars. I'm out at robot talk. <laughs> Jimmy didn't even know what his own dad's car was. There was a car in front of their house, his parents' house today. It was a black car black like toyota toyota camry or something and he goes oh is that my dad's car is he home right now first of all your dad's in florida we've been talking about this all day we literally drove your mom to the airport here's the thing katie i am full of useless information that i don't think's useless i just like knowing things right yes you instead of playing video games beautiful mind or phone games i just read reddit and read history articles all day all right, now you're just... And so here's my thing. So there's certain things... Bragging. There's certain things that don't even get inputted into my brain. And cars. one of those is cars. Yeah. What kind of cars my grandma have? A Subaru. A Subaru. I couldn't tell you what make or model. But it was so well, far Subaru, off to me. Like, it wasn't even the same kind of... It was a black convertible. Car. That's what my dad drives. That car in front of the house was not a black convertible. Well, it was literally just a black sedan. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed it seems like a My mom has a Highlander. Which I think is Toyota. Does she have a Highlander? That's where I'm lost. I know the make, yeah, she has a Toyota. Your mom has an SUV and your dad has a truck, and I couldn't tell you the make or model of either of them. Would you call my mom's car an SUV? Yeah. It's not a sedan. 
you wouldn't call it like a like a CRV? A C- CRV? What the hell's that? I don't know. See, I guess I'm not good with cars either. I'm better with make. I know. I know all the. I don't know models. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. So they put something in them and to help them walk again. That's pretty cool. Good Robots. For them. Cool. Good now, for them. Next on Just Talking, we have. Indulgent sales. Indulgent sales. Why are you saying it like that? Indulgent sales. Before you disperse. Seen any good movies lately? I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment. Galen. Is this for Halloween? Galen. Yes. What have you been watching lately? Um. The. Uh, oh, I just started watching. Well, no, it's not a show. I literally just. The other night, put on Steel and Magnolias. I'd never seen it before. Hadn't finished it. Didn't even know what it was about, but I'd heard so many references to Steel and Magnolias. Um, so I decided to watch it. I also really like Julia Roberts, but haven't finished it yet. So I got to go back and watch the rest of that tonight. That was really interesting. Um, but we did start a show uh, on off the recommendation of friends of mine called Maniac, starring Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. And uh, we finished the first episode, though I was a little distracted during the first episode and don't remember how it ended. But so far, I like it. I like the the genre of the show. Like, it's kind of um, futuristic, a little sci... Not, I wouldn't... Yeah, I guess I would say sci-fi, right? Sci-fi in the sense that it's like a future that that we don't know to be possible yet. Yeah, it's it seems like it's the 80s and then it went off from the 80s into its own sci-fi area. I got the it's first It's like Black Mirror. It's very Black Mirror-esque. It's about an experiment. This like company says we got this drug that'll fix all your problems. So people with multitudes of problems go and they take this drug. And I think every episode and is they're a doing different... it's a trial. There is a drug trial, a pharmaceutical yeah, so drug I think trial. Every episode after the first is a different trial. But we only saw the first, which I really didn't interest was, me at all. It was all. very slow, and even Jonah, Jonah Hill talks like yeah, he's he's got something wrong with him, and he's talking and very strangely. I understand. The first episode was very was slow. Saying. It didn't it didn't go into the plot at all. It was yeah, but I. I asked CJ and Claudia about that the other day and they were like, oh yeah, the first episode you just have to get past and then after that it's really good. So now tonight we have to watch episode two. Yes. And I'm, 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 I'm doing a review of it on my uh, Six Pack Cinema movie and TV shows podcast. So I have to watch it even though I didn't like episode one. But that's it. Um, okay. Snowfall. Ended season two. Ended. I did a little YouTube video on it. I loved it. If you watch Snowfall, uh, go watch my little recap. It's only like five minutes long, but I really liked it uh, on FX. Guess what, Katie? Hmm. Guess what? I started last night. What did you start last night? I started watching Deadwood again. I'm not happy about this. No, no. Why not? I just wanted. I don't want to watch that show again with you. You don't have to watch it with me. But you watch it in bed, and then I have to listen to them. Oh, I put headphones on. You watch shows with no headphones on. Because I don't have headphones. Deadwood. You steal all mine. Deadwood's so good. Here's what happens. I start forgetting plot points, 
So then I have to watch it again. Wait, but you never you never watch. This is the time of year that you watch um, Band, Band of Brothers? Brothers, and I'd rather watch that. I'd watch that with you. I'll watch Band of Brothers as soon as the Yankees off season is is done. I just rewatched Pearl Harbor and cried. I realized I hadn't the last time I watched it. I had not seen the end of it. I knew something bad happened. Besides the whole attack on Pearl Harbor, I mean between the between the in the love story, I knew something bad happened, but I didn't know what. And when Katie, it happened, I was sitting down on the couch, hyperventilating. Like, I was crying hysterically. I asked Katie if she'd watch a movie about September 11th attacks with a love story intertwined. And she said, no, that would be terrible taste. So that'd be in poor taste. I mean, it's two different kinds of tragedies. Like Same planes no. into planes into citizens. and. But that was a, I mean, that's, a, that's yeah, I guess, you know, you're right. It is, a, they're both attacks. Yeah, okay. It's, maybe it's just too soon? Of course, Yes, but also Pearl Harbor... I'd never seen the love story bits because I watched it in a history class, so we skipped every love scene and just watched like the factual history yeah, stuff. Yeah, we did that too in history class. And the love scenes are terrible. Yeah, that was a bad itself, movie. It's a the, bad movie. It's not a great movie. The... the <laughs> Every line is delivered where they like are looking away from the camera and then they pan from like below their face so they look really tall and big and then the the actor will deliver the line and then look up to the sky as if yeah. to say I don't it's just not really eager it's to die, sir. really corny. Not eager to die, sir. Just eager to matter. Yeah. Boom, boom, cut next yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> I watch every sunset and I miss you just as much as the sun disappears. Some shit. Some, no, she, says, she says it warms. I let I soak up. I don't. Oh, I, I soak up the warmth of the sun all day and wish that I could send it to you or something because he. I, I don't know. It's, pretty, it's pretty bad movie. Pretty bad. Um, Yeah. I don't know why it affected me the way that it did, but. Josh, Josh Hotnet. All right. That is the end of our show today. Thank you very much for listening. There's like uh, more people listen to this than people think listen to this because people think no one listens to this because it's a bit, you know, just fun stories. And it's Katie and I. I think you got to know us. But so if you do listen, we thank you very much. If you want to go leave a review, you can do that. I don't, not big on, it's not a must. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beg you for it. But you can. Go tell your mom to listen. Hey, you like depraved shit? Turtles being shoved up vaginas? You into <laughs> that? That one's not we shouldn't laugh at that Grandpas one. Grandpas marrying their granddaughters? You like people faking down syndrome to get their ass wiped? <laughs> <laughs> Now that you like list off all the things that we've we've talked about, I mean, granted, I'm innocent in this because I'm not the one who chooses the headlines or the I, stories. What do you think? You I choose, choose the- these happens. I I choose the stories. I just go to the internet <laughs> and see what happened in the past week. I no, I think that. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, song. What do you want to do? You want to do a Kings of Leon song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the yeah. No, wait. Yeah, do the.
do the second one that we listened to. Or do you want to do that Slow Train song by... Oh, Slow Train song. Yeah, that one. Slow Train? Yeah, I like that song. Okay, this is Brian Dunn, and it's a song by his called Slow Train. Thank you very much for listening. Try your hardest. Do your best. Katie? Um... God, I really need to think about these. I always forget that we do this. <sighs> Try hardest. Do your best. Katie? Man. Try your hardest. Do your best. Katie? Oh, God. Um, always stretch before you exercise. Oh, my God. God, that was your worst one yet. And God. It took so long to think about it. I know. I can't. I'm, I'm running out of ideas. All right. Uh, try your hardest. Do your best. And. Here's Slow Train by Brian Dunn. Man, that's really. I disappointed myself. Yeah, that's tough. Still got nothing. Honey, I'm so tired. I just wanna ride easy on a slow. Try your hardest, do your best, and throw away your bacon grease. Nope. I got a nickel no, that wasn't I it. Got a dime, but it's okay. I'm just tired of the liquor and the Always be aware of your surroundings. That's a good one, right? Yeah. Okay. Honey, I'm so tired and I wanna ride easy on a slow. Yeah.